Welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. Hello. Hello. We are here. Yeah. I well, think so. Where else would we be? I don't I don't know. <laughs> um yeah, today we thought we would do something kind of different. Maybe we'll do this like here and there and yeah. every so often. Um Definitely. we always seem to have like some questions of like what are you reading or what are you watching or those kind of things. And so we just thought we would do a little like thing a, on like some of our favorite things right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah should we call it that? Yeah. Our favorites. Yeah, exactly. Some of the our, our favorite things that we are um, like in, engaging with. I don't know. Anyway. So. Yeah. Um, so one of the ones is I probably have mentioned before. Or, well, should we say how we're breaking them down? Yes. We're going to break them down into, I think I got this right. We'll um, see. Your favorite book, your favorite show. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, podcast. Favorite podcast. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest with some of these I have too because I That's can't. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there'll be a couple things that we'll talk a little bit about. Like, it doesn't have to just be one thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. I think that's um, okay. <laughs> and some of these are literally like a lot of people know I listen to a lot of podcasts. And so I feel like this is always a conversation we're having. It's like, what podcast are you listening to? And then Pat well, can vouch for the fact that I have too many podcasts yeah. on my And I also library. think that, like, from. <laughs> I'm going to call you out. What? In almost every conversation we have with somebody right now, it's like, oh, like I heard this thing on this podcast. And yeah. da, 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 da. Oh, I heard this thing. Oh, yeah, I heard that on that podcast. And da, 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 da. Yeah. So um, you can like consume podcasts like crazy. I do. Like, I really do like them. And you just like the format. Yeah. Like, that's just yeah. a format you absolutely really love. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's nothing wrong with it. No. It's just... Well, thanks. You listen to it. <laughs> well, let's start at books because I also consume a lot of books and I really yes. do like reading. Um, and so let's start at books. What is a favorite book that you have recently read that you really yeah. liked? Okay. So like we've talked um, in the past about this, um, I I don't read as much as Maya does. I, I enjoy reading when I find the right book that I enjoy. Um, and so one of the things that I... I'm a big Ernest Cline fan. Um, I, I absolutely loved Ready Player One. I love that book. Um, Ready Player Two was good. Wasn't I didn't like it as much as Ready Player One. Um, but I just read his other one of his other books called Armada. Um, and I really enjoyed it. It took me a lot longer to read than Zane did because Zane reads at like lightning speed and I don't understand how he does it. <laughs> he does. He um, reads faster than me. But I just, I really enjoyed the story. Like it has a lot of the same, um, it's a sci-fi book. It's got a lot of very similar things of bringing in the, the 80s nostalgia stuff for me as well. And just all that kind of stuff that Ready Player One had. And so I think he, obviously there's something in the connection with Ernest Cline and how he writes and um, the things that he's inspired by are similar things that I get excited about and they're inspired by. So I really love the book. I really, if you if you liked uh, Ready Player One, um, I definitely would recommend the um, book, not book. the movie, right? Not because the, we yeah, all weren't I mean, that big. Of fans I don't mind the, the movie. The movie, the book was much better. Again, the book is much, Ready way much One. better. I mean, I, I think that's a pretty typical narrative yeah, of most the book books versus be movies is, you know, 
I don't know. I can't think of offhand. A, I would say a movie was better than the book mm. um, yeah, for the true. most part. Um, and so, yeah, for sure. Like the book was Ready Player One was amazing. And if you really enjoyed that book, I think you would really enjoy Armada. Um, just it's just a really fun, fun read. Um, and if especially if you are really into sci fi and um, adventure stuff, it's really, really cool. So, yeah, that's that's one thing that I really have enjoyed lately. Yeah, I wanted to have a book that I could be like, oh, I found this book that no one's talking about. But unfortunately, I'm going to say a book that if you go, at least here in the UK, for a while, if you went to any bookstore, it was like one of the first ones that was either in the window of the bookstore or very upfront and stuff like that. Um, And that is Hamnet. Um, And so it is about um, Shakespeare's son. um, And then... Oh, yeah, I remember you reading it. Yeah, I devoured it. Um, And some people... I can't remember the other book that was written by this author um, that I have not read. Did not like that book, but I really did like this book. Um, And yeah, I don't know what it is. I I mean, Pat can vouch for the fact that I love Shakespeare and any kind of story, even though this is, you know, a fiction story loosely based on, on truth. Um, and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's kind of then shows you like the idea of like how Hamlet came to be, mm. um, and that, or the, I, the thinking of maybe yeah, how it idea. came to be. Um, so yeah, that was one that I really liked. Um, well, and, and again, it's like a period piece. Any kind like of historical fiction historical or fiction is my thing. Things too. that are based from historical fact, like you just like love that yes because then what I, I the reason why i like it is then i like actually going and then finding out like okay how much of this and sometimes the authors are great in including that in the back in the you know in the back of the book once you've finished of like here's where i gathered my information and that kind of thing um and so yeah so um that was one and then um of course I, you have more than I, one i have three <laughs> but i'm only gonna say two so um we often also get asked of like um, books that we read with our kids. Oh, yeah, that's it. Um, and so one that I've been reading with Jude right now, and Zane had read it a long time ago, and it's called Refugee. Um, and I just feel like it could not be more of a timely book to read right now. And it follows three kids um, that um, one from World War II, um, a um, child from Cuba. So it, you go from like, you know, 1930s to 1930s to 40s to the 90s to um 2015 and 2015 then is somebody from a child from syria um so you've got um jewish child from uh i think they are coming from germany are they coming from germany i can't remember yeah i think they are coming from germany and then cuba somebody fleeing from cuba and then somebody uh, um, a family fleeing from syria i will say like um i will put a warning on it like i would not read it to veda yet because it's it's so far it's I mean, it's sad, and I have a feel. I remember, and I think Zane would be fine with us yeah. saying this. Like when Zane read he was it, pretty emotional. He about was it. very emotional yeah, yeah. about it, um, and had tears, and wanted to do a lot of research about how he could help refugee children and stuff like that. Um, and so I do like it because it really does show what it is truly like mm-hmm. for so many families that are fleeing from areas um, for different reasons and stuff like that. And so we're in the middle of it with Jude. Um, he's handling it well. At first, he said he didn't want to read it because he remembered how emotional Zane was with it. And Zane did right. say it's a really hard read. But then I said, why don't we read it together? And and so I do still read out loud um, to Jude. And sometimes Zane yeah. listens in too. Um, but I would really recommend it. Um, Jude's 10, almost 11. Um, and so 
depending on your child, I would say For that sure. would be a good yeah. and okay age, but you would want to gauge like where they are emotionally mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and that kind of thing, um, maybe waiting a little bit longer would be okay. Um, but for Jude, it felt like it was a good time to start that book. And so, yeah, I, yeah. and it's, and it's already opened up. Like, I mean, it is a book that was one of those cliffhangers that every chapter ends on. You're like, oh, and Jude's like, no, wait, read more. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that would be a book that I would recommend reading. Yeah, we, I mean, that's so much fun when we, when we do something like that. And actually during Christmas, we're. We've got we got a book that we were gonna read together as a family. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Well, but, not during Christmas. We're gonna read it next well, week. Be- yeah, actually before. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um. But anyways, but yeah. so I think you know we. Your still, kids are never too old yeah, to be read out loud. I think too. still, yeah, reading out loud to your kids, no matter what age they are, is always fun. Still. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be I'm trying to think. Um. Oh, what books we've been reading with Veda? I'd have to have more of a think about that. Maybe the next time we do this, anything, I'll think. Anything with a cat. Well, at the I know. I yeah. Mean... But Veda also, Veda does love reading all the books that are about like different stories about women in history yeah. and things like mm-hmm. that. She does really like that stuff. And in fact, she just added like the, uh, there's there's a bunch of them, like women in science books. She really loves mm-hmm. science that she wants to get and stuff. Yeah. So um, let's move on to shows. I thought so you I, had three books. Um, well, I mean, I'll mention the third book. I won't go into too much detail about it, but you guys have heard me talk on here before about the book Essentialism. So the same author put out a second book called Effortless. Um, Similar on some of the topics, and they do, like, uh, go together in some ways. But again, it's it's very much the same idea as essentialism, but just like how do we do things um, in our lives and and that feel, quote unquote, effortless because we have made our lives, you know, essential and that kind of thing Mm. and just really walked you through that. Um, So I really enjoyed it. It was a quick read. I didn't love it as much as essentialism, um, but it will be one that I have kept on. We'll keep and stuff like that. If it it had a similar tone as essentialism, that's maybe why you didn't enjoy it as much because you kind of already expected some of it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad book. I would still really recommend it. I would recommend essentialism first and then you could read this one too. Yeah. So that was, that was my third kind of like, because I do read those type of books too. Yes, you do. So, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, show. I think we both are going to have at least one show that is our favorite. Yeah. Do we want to wait till the end for that one? Or are you going to do, or you want to do? Well, do you have another one? I do have another that? one. Okay, go ahead. And I don't know what you've put down as your favorite, so I don't know if this will be, maybe not, but. They, they will not be the same. Okay. <laughs> So okay. um, my other one besides the one that we will both have as our favorite is um, the morning show on Apple TV. Yeah. Um, I, and, I enjoy the show as well. Yeah. And so I actually, we, when we were coming, we had our trip to the States and I'm way behind on this. I know it's been around for a while. Yeah. And um, we didn't actually realize we had a free trial to Apple TV. Um, so that's part of it. But on the, we were stuck on the, on a plane for two and a half hours Yeah. Um, when we were coming back from the States and I was like, okay, I'm going to watch, you know, they had two episodes of the morning show, the first two episodes. And I thought, okay, I'll watch it. Um, I've avoided it a little bit because it has felt like, oh, this is a really hard topic. Um, it's very follows the Me Too movement. And it also follows um, and people in the UK have no clue who this person is. So it's funny in the States, like met the Matt Lauer and um, everything that happened with that and mm-hmm. good 
Morning America. Yeah, I think that's right. I've forgotten the show Gosh, name. Gosh, because we haven't watched <laughs> stuff like that in a while. Um, and so it's very much based off of that. Um, again, it's funny when we say that here and people are like, who? Yeah. I don't know who that is. And so, um, but it follows that. It is a hard watch, um, you know, so I will put it on that there's it deals with a lot of you know hard topics um at the same time it's really eye-opening um as far as like how there can be like the major ways that people are sexually harassing people and even going from that Mm. to the minor things that are said in a workplace um and having you know past experience in a workplace that was heavily male driven and stuff like that um i didn't experience the extreme ends of those things but experienced the other end of things of just comments made and things like Mm. that that people are like oh haha and laugh it off and it's like actually that's not okay okay. so i mean we uh, zane has not watched i'm glad he didn't watch the last episode um with us but um oh yeah he's he's starting to dip in yeah he has watched a couple of them with us and one i mean i think at one point he was like mom i get it stop like i would stop it and i was like you understand why that's not okay for a male to say that to another female or for other people to laugh and things like that and how horrible that is and he was like yes i get it but so it's actually been really good um again that's zane's maturity level so we do let him watch some of those type of shows with us that are a little bit different um but um it deals with a lot of stuff and so it deals with fame and how that affects Mm -hmm. families and just all kinds of stuff so yeah, yeah that is a show that we are not even I mean, we're still in the first season. Yeah, we're still in the first we season. We don't watch TV that often, so when we do sit down, it's like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have been watching that. And again, it's a hard show to watch, but I also have really appreciated that how they have done it um, yeah. and everything like that. What's what's yours? Please don't say what I think you're going to say. No. Uh, what are you going to say? So one of my favorites right now, um, and it just had its season finale, um, is only murders in the building oh i thought you were that. um and i so did try to watch the show with you you did try you gave it a go um but it was a little too much for you but um yeah it's only murders in the building and it's with steve martin martin short and um selena gomez and for me it's again it's it's more about the mystery and the whodunit and you're trying to unravel the mystery as they're doing it as well as the side narrative is they've created this podcast while they're trying to figure out this murder in the building that they live in, in New York city. Um, and it's just, it's just so much fun. It's just, it's a, it's just a blast to watch. You've laughed a lot while um, you're watching it. It's like a just, dark comedy. Would you call it? Yeah. That? It's like kind of a dark, darker comedy, but I don't, it's just, I know the reason why you struggled with it. Um, well, let's yes. I mean, I struggle, I think we may have mentioned this in the past, but like I struggle with any kind of movie or TV show that, that has anything to do with like murder or mm-hmm. is a little bit more on like maybe like the darker side of things mm-hmm. and stuff. Like I, 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 when I was 13, I had a good friend that was actually murdered brutally and mm-hmm. um, know too much information about it because it was in the news so much and things yeah. like that. Um, and so, so that you, kind of stuff gives me nightmares. Yeah, so I did watch scene. like two or three episodes yeah. and then there was a scene that for some reason it was kind of okay yeah. and then there was a scene that then that night i didn't sleep at all and i had nightmares for two nights in a row and i said i'm sorry i can't watch it anymore yeah like, so i mean it's it's definitely there's definitely obviously right it's dealing with they're trying to solve a mystery of I mean, to be somebody fair, being murdered. it's not like that gruesome well, no it's maybe not it's not that gruesome. Kind of thing, but it's it just not, mentally for me i could yeah do it. it's not a, it's not like yeah something that you know yeah that there's 
blood all over the place and things like that it's more about like trying to uncover a mystery between a bunch of different people that live in this one building and there's all these different things about you know again you live next to someone your neighbor that you know you you might say hi to in the hallway or in the elevator or whatever but then you know there's this thing about them that you'd have no clue about and things like that so it's about really yeah you're uncovering these really fun unique stories that are behind all these different people that live in this building um, and then how are they all intertwined? Um, and, and obviously with Steve Martin and Martin Short, like comedy is just a thread through everything. And so it's, there's some really funny moments and different things. And there's also some other amazing actors. There's a really, I'm not giving anything away, but there's some really fun moments where. Yeah. When you did say like, one person who like joined, I was like, oh, he's Sting one of my Sting is in the show. And Nathan Lang, right? And Nathan Lang is in the, the Nathan show. Nathan Lang, I love him. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a blast. It's a really fun watch. Um, they're quick little like 25 minute episodes on, if you have Disney plus, um, it's like a stars original. Yeah. It's not like on that. like the kids it's, section. Yeah. It's not the kids section, but, um, but yeah, so I'm, I, it was a, it's a favorite of mine. I, I kind of wish it wasn't the season wasn't over. They definitely, I don't think it's a spoiler, but I, you know, it, there's a, hang, well, they, there's a cliffhanger okay, at the end of it. So. It's not a spoiler. Um, Randomly though, yeah. like to cross over, like Martin Short is in a lot of stuff. Like he is in that. And then he's, oh, in, he's the in, yeah, he's in the morning like, show as well. Like we're like, why all of a sudden is he all yeah. over? I mean, it's really cool to see he's somebody at our, that age. Yeah. Like just, we, we you absolutely know. love him. So it was awesome to see him in some of those shows. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then the show we both love, yes. um, who, which also just had its season finale, um, yeah. which also talks left about. on a cliffhanger and we're not going to do any spoilers. Don't worry on any of these things, but, um, is Ted Lasso. Yep. We were a little bit behind on the Ted Lasso bandwagon because we didn't have Apple TV. And then mm-hmm. I realized I had gotten a new phone and we got it free for a year. And I was like, well, let's at least watch a show that everyone's talking about. Right. Because um, at first I was like, oh, I don't know. If no, I sounds... gave it a go first. Yeah. And I was like, I think you should watch this. Yeah. Um, and it is, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it is just. It's so good. It is. Um, actually, I was listening to a podcast. What's the guy's name that plays Roy Kent? Uh, I think it's Brett Goldstein name. or yeah. something like that. And he was talking about how like he can't stand when he's watching a drama and there's no humor in it whatsoever because that's not real life. Like even as, hor- uh, as things yeah. hard things happen to us in life, there's also funny things that are happening alongside yeah. it. And um, I love that. And so I was like, that's exactly what I think about this show mm-hmm. is that the way they have written it, like you will, I mean, I have laughed so much on the show and watching it, but also have cried my eyes out too. Like there Mm -hmm. were several of them in a row that I was like, Oh my goodness. Like I wasn't expecting this show to suddenly like, it doesn't do that right away. But like, as you get more into the characters and stuff that it was like, Whoa. Um, And you really get invested in the characters. And he was talking because he's one of the writers about the fact that like, as they're writing and stuff like that, they create this space of vulnerability as they're writing and they are constantly referencing like Esther Perel and Brene Brown and stuff like that. And then they also bring those quotes Yeah. <laughs> that sometimes like, you know, Ted Lasso will say something. And while they said something I heard on the podcast that they, um, really, you heard it on the I heard podcast? On, I know here. I've said that so many times. Darn it. <laughs> oh, um, but that they like, you know, they get these quotes and stuff, but they do let those people know they're using the quote. Um, and that, I thought that was brilliant, but yeah, I, I mean, what, why do you we like the show? Uh, uh, I think, oh, again, there's also the American UK thing too. Yeah. I think, yeah. The American UK thing for, I mean, for us, right. We've moved to the UK as Americans and the things that Ted goes through, um, 
is what we went through. Like there's so many things that we can relate to uh, in so many ways that, and they do it in such a real way um, that, and, and not, they don't poke fun at it because, you know, there's, but, but, but there is a sense of humor in it. And there's also a sense of realness and vulnerability with, you know, the UK versus US stuff, but also like, I just love the, the, the real vulnerability of the show. Again, like what you just said, Maya, like when they go into it and them writing about like, you know, they deal with some hard drama. There's a drama should have comedy in it. A comedy should have drama in it. Like that is life. And I think that that's what this shows, at least for me is like really shown. Like it, it does feel like real life. Like I feel like I could run, run into Ted you know, on the common, just walking down the street here, like, you know, he just see, feels so real because yeah. you see the funny side of him. You see the the darker side of him, the the emotional side of him, like, and, and you're, and we're starting to see that with all the characters because they're trying to explore some of the other characters even more. So, um, yeah, you know, dare I say it's probably my favorite show ever. Um, it's, I will say this and Pat will vouch for this too. I don't rewatch TV shows. Yeah. Like, even things like Friends or stuff like that. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, that episode. But, like, I really got to – I can't sit and watch it. It could be on the background maybe. But, like, Ted Lasso, I have rewatched, Or, you know, that is another show we do let Zane watch with us. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you have to see this episode because I want to talk about it with you um, kind of things. And so it is something to rewatch. And I do think, you know, if you are an expat at all – um, especially if you're an expat that has it, what you know from the United States to the UK, and whether you've lived here for however long you've lived here, there are so many jokes that we have said a couple times. Like, I wonder if someone in the yeah. US actually gets that Maybe joke. Like, there was a joke about Waitrose. It's not giving anything away, and like, ooh, that's who, a grocery store here. Who are you, the queen shopping there? And like, that's funny because that's the kind of jokes people make here with it. But then there's been jokes on the other side of things that are very American. That mm-hmm. even then they joke in the like Ted will often say, oh. No one gets that. No one gets that, do they? And like, yeah. we're laughing, you know, so it's a great show for us because it's like, we, we get both. We, both, yeah. <laughs> we get the jokes, the UK jokes, the British jokes, and we get the American jokes. And so, yeah, it's kind of a fun, a fun thing to watch. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a good one if you need to laugh and you also want heartfelt and like make yeah. you think and make you cry and make you really think through things. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. Yeah. I mean, we can't recommend the show enough. Like if you haven't seen it, like give it a go and give it a go go. like don't just watch the first episode watch like four or five of them and you'll and they go fast i mean they are like 20 25 minute episodes so they're not like super long um Mm -hmm. and you'll fly through the first season if you get once you get three or four episodes in you're 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 hooked yeah and again i do we have said to a couple people you should watch this so you know what it's like to live here Mm -hmm. um because there are so many things oh gosh there's and i don't again want to give it away but there's so many quotes or things that he deals with of things of we're like yes that's what it's like um so it's just really brilliant um so then moving on to podcasts since i've mentioned podcasts like 400 times so do i have to cap you at how many podcasts you get to share about no i literally only wrote down two okay (laughs) i mean i could keep going on and on that could be a whole podcast episode of ours in itself but i won't do that sure so you go first because yeah so i'm just gonna be uh, i'm just gonna share one that i'm i just absolutely love every week when a new one comes up um actually i think they might do two a week but they do it in a different way but i am um i absolutely love conan o'brien needs a friend oh i've been wanting to Um, listen to that one and i just i love you know because he's stepping away from doing late night tv and 
Um, but this format for him, like he even talks about it on the podcast of how, you know, he just absolutely loves it because he actually can, you know, on his show, he gets like 10 to 15 minutes or not even 10, not even probably 15 minutes with people. Um, but when they come on the show, it's usually they're like, you know, trying to, you know, do press about a movie yes, or a show or whatever. They're talking about something that they're doing. And so he's interviewing them about that kind of stuff. But on the podcast, he brings in celebrities. Um, on one part of this, the podcast, they bring in celebrities and they just kind of talk about life and different things like that. And so um, it's just so much fun. It's, it's. I mean, there have been so many times where I like find myself laughing out loud. And a lot of times I listen to it when I'm walking to like pick up the kids or whatever in my headphones. And I'm like, literally like, oh my gosh, like, do people think I'm crazy? Cause I'm people literally do that all the time here. <laughs> laughing out loud as I'm walking. Um, and so it's just so funny. But then the other part of their podcast too, is they have like, <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous, but like normal people call in like they'll, they'll non-celebrities, non-celebrities, um, muggles, I guess, or whatever <laughs> you want to call it call us um but they like they'll like propose a question to conan um but he like interviews them and just kind of gets to know them and all that kind of stuff and it just he treats them just the same way as the celebrities and it's just so much fun to listen to and so yeah that i absolutely i i love when i see there's a new episode of that that comes up on my phone so yeah yeah uh, there is a podcast that we have been listening to together oh yes yeah um and it is called The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. Yes. Um, I feel like this is like, like we could do a whole podcast on this one. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot in there, isn't there? Um, and for those of you who aren't familiar, especially, you know, people in the UK or mm. you're not, um, haven't come from like the kind of like church Christian world mm-hmm. um basically it, it follows um exactly what it says the rise and fall of mars hill which was this like mega church in the united states um who had this very you know certain dynamic leader um and then it follows like how that built to be this huge place um and then follows and interviews people that were part of that um and then also like how um, I mean, they put, point it down and, and it's not giving anything away, but there's no spoilers really because it's something that you can look up and find everything on yeah, it. Um, but they um, really talk about the fact that like this, this, you know, um, this person's character who was the leader was was not developed enough for what came um, and for how quickly things grew and fame that came and stuff like that. But it also deals a lot with how he handled women and men and just and bullied and and well just like the power of the power of it um and i think the reason why i like it it actually is really it can be and they do good they always at the beginning give warnings if there's any kind of um like things that might be triggering or or a topic so they do really good in that um because again there are some that deal again with like sex uh slight sexual harassment so yeah that that kind of thing um sexual harassment and those kind of things just abuse in general yeah and abuse in general and that kind of stuff um but i think the reason why we avoided it for a little while 
Um, but now that we have listened to it, I think it's so important. And I don't even think you need to be of the Christian faith to listen to it and it'd be an important mm. listen because it's so important of how somebody can be put in a position and things start off and they seem okay. But if, you know, in any kind of company or public sphere or, you know, going viral and mm. things blow up, yeah. it can be put into any of those contexts. And I'm sure if you're not, um, you know, uh, maybe you don't like have the same faith that we do or something like that. You might listen to be like, Oh, well that's a Christian thing. And I don't mm -hmm. view it that way as I view it as like, this can happen anywhere because there are leaders. I mean, we've seen it yeah. all over. Like there are leaders everywhere that come into a power thing and then they just, they're hungry for yeah, more I fame. See it. And I stuff see it like really that. as more of like a, um, a learning experience of understanding leadership, like, yeah. and how, how he, um, well, how how just the whole situation happened, and and because of his position, you know, the leader of this church and everything like that, and just how kind of it ensued with the rest of his church and the community that he was building, um, and that people that were you know really following him and the church and the values and things like that, and yeah, it's all about like the values and like a company and like just all that stuff of how that permeated, you know, the situation, and then what happened. On the end and of the it. And the people that were hurt. And the, the people that and, were and, hurt. But then there also, was also, I love the fact too that they share the good things that happened with yeah, him as they well. Yeah, people's lives you know, were So I think, too. again, it's not all bad. It's all not all negative. But yet, you know, again, like it says, the rise and fall of Mars mm -hmm. Hill, like there definitely was this drop off. Of I think what I appreciated about it too, and there have been times where they haven't released an episode every week because they're like in the thick of this right yeah, now, doing like, more yeah. investigating and yeah. stuff like that and finding more people are coming forward to share their stories and things like that. And so that's another thing I appreciate. And, and again, like I said, I think it, the lens you can view it through, no matter where you're coming from and your perspective is all about leadership. And mm. it doesn't matter if you are in a place or a company or something like that, that has 10 people versus 2000 people or more like this same kind of leadership thing can even happen on a smaller setting a couple of people we talked to are like oh that just happens in big places and we're like oh no or i even <laughs> like i think what you said earlier about like going like even even as a personal brand like even thinking about yourself as a personal brand because we're putting ourselves out there in social media and different ways like the lessons and the things that you can can take from this podcast i think can can really kind of filter into that as well mm -hmm. just just yeah 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 so yeah that's one we both have listened oh, to yeah, um one you haven't listened to that is a uh it's called um human hope by carlos whitaker and i listen to it every week um and the reason why i love it is because goodness in this day and time like we need a bit of hope and that's what he's all about um and so he shares stories um you know he interviews a, a wide range of people um but he shares a lot of stories of, like he runs into some random people and in, in the way because he's a speaker and stuff like that and so like um um, one story is he ran into a guy that was playing the piano in front of a Chick-fil-A at an airport um, and stopped and talked to him. And the guy was really good and, and explained like he was um, like had the health need and stuff like that. And then this guy has a big following on not the piano player, but Carlos has a big following on social media. And like he then rallies people. I think he's raised like $700,000 for different things. And so he raised enough money to get this guy what he needed for his health care needs mm -hmm. and things like that. And so he That's does a cool. lot of things like that. But then he he just interviews normal people too um or you know a great yes yes um a great conversation he had was with a friend and how you know they're very on different sides of the political spectrum but how they've still maintained their friendship mm. um and that was a fascinating listen so it's just it's it's 
some of it's hard. There are hard topics they talk about too, but it's um, very much like hopeful and things like that, or people will call in and just leave messages of things that are happening in their life and stuff. So that would be another one that I recommend if you need a bit. Of, I feel like we've talked about it, the other, or well, at least the Mars Hill one's a little bit heavy, but yeah, so nice. that one's a little bit more on the, the hopeful side. Yeah. Yeah. So those are some of our favorite things. We were going to say a favorite food we have right now. I can't think of oh, one though. Gosh. I have just started making this homemade hummus that I really like a lot, but it makes so much that, and I'm the only mm. one that's eating it, that I'm not sure I think how I can, I'm going to maintain I think it. In the, in the kind of the sphere of food, we're watching <laughs> Bake Off as a family uh, right yes. now. Yes, yes, yes. And I want to make... Bake. S- just bake. I want to like... They've been just doing some really cool things right now. And I'm like, oh, we should totally do that. Which our son Jude has been baking every weekend since yeah. the show started again. Um, yeah. Can you guys make those chocolate eclairs you were talking about making? Maybe. There you go. We'll That's it. There's when, there, when the recipe is three pages long and there's that many things, I'm out. That's no thank you. But yeah. uh Jude and Pat are willing to take it on when it is that long. Well, yeah, so. yeah. So again, that's not that, that is a show we love. Yeah. We do love Bake yeah, Off Bake as a off. family. As a family, yeah. So we do love if it. you haven't jumped on the Bake Off train yet, either highly recommend that. Yes, so. most definitely. Yeah. So those are some of our favorite things. We'd love to hear from you guys because we, especially me, am always looking for new books and podcasts <laughs> <laughs> because I need to add one more book to my Goodreads yes. thing. Um, people make fun of me. They're like, you know oh. how many you have on your to read that you want to read? Um, you're never going to get through yeah. those. I'm like, yes. I we will. didn't get it. We didn't get into any like movies or anything, but we really haven't really watched much movies. So. No. If you haven't, again, if you have any favorite movies, shows for me, or sci-fi, fantasy books, or anything like that. For you. For me. <laughs> <laughs> or post-apocalyptic books, uh, or yes. things like that. Please. Historical fiction for me, well. please. Yeah. Uh, so. Yes. So, yeah, that's some of our favorites. We love to hear, like Fat said, from you on some of your favorites. And we'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. It's Christmas season, officially, kind of, I think. (laughs) And that means that you can start thinking of your gift ideas for your loved ones. And we would love for you to check out Laurent Collective for those gifting ideas. There's everything on there from mugs to t-shirts to tote bags to cozy hoodies and sweatshirts and prints for homes. And we think that you would be able to give a gift that's going to put a smile on someone's face. So head over to LaurentCollective.com and check out the gift ideas we have for you. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Laurent Collective Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, which helps others find our podcast. Continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective. We look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next week.